0: Hello and welcome to the Southwest Non-League Show with me, Kieran. So the league season is finally closing in on us, and the final pre-seasons being played, and the final licks of paint being applied to grounds up and down the region in preparation for the big kickoff. So welcome to the pre-season previews, and in each episode, I'll be doing a different league for you. So this is going to be spread across a couple of different episodes, just to get the most out of each one and so you're not sat there for too long listening. So coming up in this week's episode is. The National League. Yes, we're going to be covering the National League and our Southwest teams that play in that. Well, I still call it the conference, uh, but it is by its official name, the Vanarama National League, and they are sponsored by uh, Vanarama. So the National League has three divisions, um, but they run no comp- competitions uh, themselves, such as League Cups, and... Um, Teams that play in the National League, uh, in the top flight and the North and South, uh, they're eligible to play in the FA Cup and tro- FA Trophy. Uh, the FA Cup they enter in the third qualifying round in the National League's North and South and the fourth qualifying round in the top flight of it. The National League, um, the top flight of that is the the highest um, non-league league in, in the UK and for any Southwest teams, of course. Um, so the divisions are the National League North, South and the National League Premier. I'm, I have to call it use the word Premier although it's not officially called that. Um, but it is just simply called the National League in the top division. Um, but I still call it the Conference Premier. Um, and Conference South and Conference North North, as I know many other people um, still do. <clears throat> so the National League, um, let's just say the Premier, is the highest level in the non-league system as I've already uh, said there. So promotion from that would see you in the English Football League. Um, At present, only two go up, uh, one league champion and automatically, and the other is decided via playoffs, which in recent years have been given a little bit of a revamp to try and give more sides the opportunity to be involved across the divisions. Uh, The playoffs are played over one leg, um, and here's how they work out. This is the same in the National League North and South, as well as the top flight. So the teams that finish uh, second to seventh are involved in the end of season playoffs. Second and third go through to a home semi-final due to finishing the highest. So they'll play a one semi-final, then possibly a final. Um, so this leaves fourth, fourth, fifth, sixth and seventh to play each other in a one-off quarter-final. So fourth play seventh at home and fifth play uh, sixth at home uh, there. So the winner of these then go on to play the other two sides um, away from home. Um, so with the winner of fifth versus versus sixth end up going on to play second, so they have the opportunity to finish it Facing potentially the two lowest in that sort of sense, and then the winner of fourth versus seventh, they play third away from home. Um, the winners of the two semi-finals then go on to play a one-off final in a neutral venue, um, normally Wembley in the National League in the National League Premier. In In the National League North and South, it's played at various smaller venues, but normally in the National League Premier, it's um, Wembley, but it's obviously in in the National League Premier, has been taken on the road before now. Uh, The last time it was played away from Wembley was in 2012, when they uh, played it at the Etihad due to Wembley being used for the Olympic football in 2012. So, four get relegated from the National League Premier. Um, The reason it's four is two teams are promoted from the National League North and South, respectively. So for getting relegated, ideally, you'd have uh, two northern teams and two southern teams go down to make league allocations for the FA a little bit easier. Sadly, this doesn't always happen as it is football, Um, and sometimes too many northern or southern sides go down. And if this happens, for example, too many southern sides go down, the most northern side from either the relegated sides or the sides currently in the division will be moved across to the northern one and vice versa if there's too many northern teams. In the National League North and South, um, they uh, there are two re- two teams that are relegated, um, and they're relegated to Step Three, which means either the Southern or Northern Premier for those unfortunate signs or some or the Eastman League sometimes as well. So let's start talking about the individual divisions, um, and we'll start with the National League Premier. So Torquay United, who are promoted as champions from the National League South last season. They'll be in the National League Premier, and we'll also have Yeovil Town from the southwest, um, who won't be feeling their in- elation of their English Riviera counterparts. Yeovil unfortunately dropped out of the English Football League after a disastrous campaign, which led them to finish in bottom of the English Football League, and their return to non-league football for the first time in 16 years and only five years since they played Championship football. This was their third relegation in five years, so definitely looking for an upturn in fortune now. So what do I expect from the season ahead? So the National League has is, is often been cited as one of the hardest leagues in English football, often sometimes cited as a league free in English football. Um, and it's certainly the hardest to get out of only two p- spots for promotion. Many have said it needs to be changed and free should go up and free should go down from the Football League. But that would require from the Football League members agreeing to this, um, and I can't see that realistically happening anytime soon, as there is more risk of going out of the league, although a better chance of bouncing back, but obviously they'd work out what's what's best for them and they'd rather probably have less risk of going out in the first place than ended up down there at all. It is hard as well when four get relegated um, and can see a lot of teams in trouble quickly and there's some, we've seen some big teams go down in recent years, northern and southern, uh, such as Torquay, Stockport, uh, York City um, have gone straight out of the national league quite quickly. Um, so you can see a lot of teams in trouble if they, they start quickly, if they draw a, a long bad streak early on or, or any time throughout the season. What also makes this league difficult is there's such a massive of variation in the sides. There are some sides that are still part time, although a bit rarer these days. With most sides turning professional either on promotion or sometimes beforehand in the national league or na- uh, north or south. Um, you've got sides coming down from the football league, obviously uh, tend to have bigger budgets. Sometimes they've come down because of financial difficulties, but uh, and sometimes they get given help from the f- football league when they when they are dropped out, similar to the Premiership sides. Um, and you've got, you've got sides that have been established football league sides who have been stuck down in, in, the, in the National League for quite some time. Uh, you've also got some sides that are now what you'd call sort of new money. Um, smaller sides that had major cash injections from wealthy wealthy backers who are looking to get into the football league. Some are quite small teams who have a meteoric rise. Uh, some sides uh, sides have been in the division for a while. Such sides we've seen in recent years include Forest Green um, and the last season's playoff winners, Salford City, in terms of sort of new money. Obviously, Salford City owned by the class of 92 there. It is a tough, tough league. Um, so how will our South West sides fare in it so we have only got two in the National League with uh, Torquay and Yeovil Uh, so we'll start with the goals Uh, Torquay will be looking to pick up from where they left off last season really Uh, with some good signings and Gary Johnson at the helm Torquay will be looking for a football league return at some point in the near future while well, sides have bounced straight from the National League South and straight up into the Football League um, from the National League and, and, and got the double promotions, I think the goals be hard pushed to do it this year. While I don't think they'll be a million miles away, and it is something I think they'll get in the near future, I think at best they sort of could sneak into the playoffs. Um, I think a comfortable mid-table in store for them uh, this season is something and something to build on certainly, and that sort of be a realistic expectation for them. Anything above that will obviously be a fantastic season for them. So, I'll we'll move on to Yeovil Town as well. So, Yeovil Town, they've been recently really relegated. And it's been a big pre season for them. They've had a new owner, a new manager, and certainly a lot of new faces coming into the club. A big rebuilding project has been undertaken at Hewish Park this pre season. Fans want to bounce back at the first time of asking, but that is no easy feat, as many teams have proved. But it can be done, as Rovers and Cheltenham have proved in recent years. I don't think they're strong enough to win the league this term. Yeovil will have a tough season um, and it's certainly going to be a challenge for them and it's going to be uphill from the start I feel they are stronger sides in the league this year uh, more likely to fight out for the league title and I think realistically the Glovers at best can hope for a solid run and get into the playoffs I think that's a realistic expectation for them uh, this season Uh, to do that though they do need to adjust quickly and the new squad needs to gel as well very quickly otherwise they could have a mid-table season I don't think there's any danger of them going down but they do face an uphill battle to get promoted but never say never I think third is realistic at the moment. Is the very highest I can see them finishing at very best. Anyway, in the playoffs will be a very good season for the Glovers this term. So, the opening weekend fixtures for the National League Premier. So, Torquay host Boreham Wood at Playmore, uh, Three o'clock kickoff. And Yeovil travel to the Hive to face another former Football League side in Barnet. Uh, both are three o'clock kickoffs this Saturday. So, let's move on to the National League North. The National League North, I hear you cry. South Western League Football, and you're talking about the bloody North? Well, wow. as I, you may have mentioned, I may have heard earlier, last season there were too many Southern teams going down last season. Uh, Ended up being three, it wasn't originally four, but Gateshead got demoted, um, so saved Oxford City from being moved across, I think Aldershot got a reprieve in the National League, um, but that saved Oxford City from being moved across to the National League North, but sadly Gloucester are slightly more northern than them, um, so they were the most, most northern side of the National League South out of all the teams that are relegated and the current members. So unfortunately they were moved across to the National League North which isn't the first time that's happened to them. Um they are a bit of an unfortunate they are sort of nearly in the Midlands. Um realistically they are still in the they are still in the West, West Country so I think it'd be rather unfair not to include them um at all although they are currently playing in exile away from their city and playing in Evesham which is not in the southwest by rights. Um, but this was following their ground being washed out in 2007. Um, although a new ground is on the horizon, a return to city. Uh, return to the city is on the cards and very likely to happen in the near future. And I do hope that happens for the fans. Uh, but nonetheless, Gloucester by name and most of their fans will live in Gloucester. So they're, they're, they're a South West team, so we'll be talking about them. So the Tigers finished 17th last term out of the 22 in the National League South. This season's going to be very tough for them this, this season. A lot of tra- They'll have a lot of travelling. Um, they'll have a, the longest away game for a southwest side, a um, southwest non-league side at least this season. And um, when they travel to Blyth Spartans, uh, they also have the second longest trip uh, for a southwest non-league side. When they where they'll later travel to Gateshead as well. So it's not an ideal situation for them. But sadly, it is what it is. Attracting players with these travelling times every week presents a new challenge in itself as well. I think this season the Tigers are being for a similar sort of one to last season, and we battle it out towards the bottom of the uh, the bottom of the division to stay in it. They might just about stay up, but I think it could be hard. They could be hard pushed. Hopefully, this exile to the National League North is only a short one, and only in the sense if it could if they can get moved back to the National League South quickly and, and not dropping out the National League system in back into the Southern Premier. So, Gloucester City, their key man this season is going to be uh, former Swindon Town man Fabian Robert. And their star signing from pre season is Jennison Myrie Williams. So the Tigers open their campaign away to Blythe Spartans, which is going to be their longest away trip of the season. So get it out, of, out of the way nice and early. And that's a three o'clock kickoff if you do fancy joining the Tigers on that one. So we'll move on uh, to the National League South. Yes, Southwest non league show. We're finally talking about the South again, <laughs> the Southwest. So in this one, our representatives from the Southwest are Bath City, the Romans, Chippenham Town. The Bluebirds and Weymouth are also representing the South West and they're the Terriers. Terriers? I don't know how to pronounce it. We'll we'll skip over that, shall we? Oh, so, okay. so we'll move on to sort of talking about how each side did last season. So last season, Bath City finished fifth, very respectively, um, and lost in a playoff eliminator to Wealdstone. Chippenham finished 13th and Weymouth finished first in the Southern Premier and were promoted as champions of the Southern League. Premier, obviously. No shit, Sherlock. I think Bath will be challenging up near the top again this season. After a very good season last year, they'll certainly want to build on that, and they should be sort of pushing for a national for national league. They've got the makings where they could have they could get uh, one or even two better than last season and get promoted. If Bath can start well and obviously sustain it throughout the season, I think they'll have an absolutely blinding season. Um, they, and I say, they have really got the makings of going either one or two better than they did last season. I can't see them missing out on the playoffs, really. So I think seventh is the lowest I can see them finishing this season. And I think the Romans will have, have a decent, really decent season. So we'll move on to Weymouth. So Weymouth being the new boys will be looking to consolidate themselves in the National League this season. After a nine-year exile from the Conference South, they'll certainly be hoping they're here to stay. I don't think they'll be challenging near the top this season, sadly, but they'll certainly be capable of getting a higher mid-table finish. They're capable of a stay in the league, I think, and I don't think they'll go down. A decent season could be ahead for the Terrors, although they do need to be complacent, of, and if they do endure a bad run early on, they possibly could find themselves in a relegation battle. Chippenham finished 13th last season. I think they'll be in for a similar sort of season this season, unfortunately for the Bluebirds, well, maybe fortunately, I don't think they'll go down. And be, barring a miracle season where everything goes their way, I think they'll finish mid-table, sort of lower half. They could easily get dragged into the relegation battle, and if they're not careful, the same as Weymouth, I think the Bluebirds. But the Blue, but I think the Bluebirds, barring a catastrophic season, aren't in much danger of going down. And they'll have an all-right season, maybe improved on their season, but they're finished last season by a few places higher. So we'll move on to the star signings and star men for each team. So. Uh, For Bath City, their key man is Joe Rains, and their star signing is Tyler Harvey. Chippenham Town, their key man is Jan Klawowski. I think I've pronounced that right. I do apologise if I've pronounced that wrong. Their star signing and returning to the club is David Pratt. And for Weymouth, their key man is Josh McLeod. McLeod? Sorry if I pronounced that wrong as well. And the star signing uh, for Weymouth is Jordan Rose. So the opening fixtures for each side. So Bath City hosts Braintree at Twerton Park for a 3 o'clock kickoff. Chippenham travel to St. Albans, also with a 3 o'clock kickoff, And Weymouth travel to Maidstone, with also a 3 o'clock kickoff. So if you fancy you going and lending the support to any of those sides, they're the fixtures there for you. So this is a bit of a shorter one, because there are slightly less teams. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, and you'll, always, you can find us on Facebook, the Southwest Non-League Show, Twitter, at South Football Show, and Instagram, Southwest Non-League Show. As always, please like, share, subscribe, rate, review, tell your mum, dad, daughters, dogs, anyone that listen, Hedgehog in the Back Garden, anyone that can listen, get him on it. Pass the pod. I'll speak to you again early next week to review the opening weekend and got some more Lee previews coming up as well. Bye for now and thank you so much for listening.